Hey guys, this is Matthew Pfeiffer with MattPfeifferCoaching.com. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Toxic to Triumph. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about healing the brainwashed child. Children who are a part of a parental alienation campaign go through brainwashing and oftentimes it affects the relationship between you and your child. Looking forward to having this conversation with you and I will talk to you soon. If you are struggling recovering from a toxic relationship and you would like to work with me one-on-one, you can go to mattpfeiffercoaching.com, you can go to the products tab and select whichever product works best for your situation. You can also make a donation to the podcast by going to mattpfeiffercoaching.com and going to the donations tab. And if you have a question that you'd like for me to answer on a future episode, you can also go to mattpfeiffercoaching.com, go to the contact tab. Send me an email, three paragraphs max, being very direct about your situation, and I would love to answer any question that you might have right here on the podcast. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for today's episode. Dealing with a child who has resentment towards you due to the brainwashing from the narcissist is very hurtful, draining, very damaging to the relationship between you and your child. This relationship, however, can be healed, but it does take time. The relationship did not become estranged overnight, and it will not heal overnight either. Just by the child's reactions and resentment, you can kind of piece together what the narcissist has told them, what what lies they've fed them. However, you may never know the full extent of the lies that they've told the child. And the reality of it is, is that this goes beyond just the lies that the narcissist has told the child. There have been a series of manipulative tactics that the narcissist has used to get the child to this point, which I'll go over in another episode. Every situation, every alienated child is different, and every relationship is different. But I do want to go over some of the very basics of trying to heal this relationship between you and your child. So first of all, you have to understand that from the child's perspective, that the narcissist, even though the narcissist is the one that is causing the pain, that their loyalty lies with the narcissist. And I understand that this can be very hurtful. But you also have to understand that this is the reality. You have to accept it. That can change down the road. However, for now, with us trying to heal this relationship between you and your child, you have to accept that their loyalty is with the narcissist. After all, this is their parent. 
and we are hardwired to love our parents unconditionally. And the reason why it's so important for you to understand that their loyalty lies with the narcissist is that the lies that they told the child are real to them. That's their real life. Even though it it could be made up stories or half-truths or just flat-out outright lies about you, to the child, because their loyalty lies with the narcissist, those stories are true. It's fact that you're an asshole or you have abandoned them or that you're not a good mother or whatever it is, whatever it is that they have fed the narcissist or the narcissist has fed the child to them. It's real. It's accurate. It's true because it's coming from someone that they value. So with that said, in the first step of this process, you have to meet the child where they are at. To them, those lies are accurate. So first things first, if they're angry with you, every person who is angry wants an apology. And so, yes, I'm telling you to apologize to your child. And in some cases, you may be apologizing for something that you did not do. But in the mind of the child, you 100% did these things. You also have to understand that if your child is angry with you, anger is a secondary emotion. Underneath the, the layer of anger is fear and also sadness. They want a relationship with you. If, I would be more concerned as a therapist if they had no feelings for you whatsoever. But if they're angry with you, that's something that can be healed, but that but the first step in that healing process is to ask for forgiveness and to apologize. This may take several visits depending on how deeply how deeply rooted those lies are. It may take several conversations and you have to understand that each time you apologize and they go back to the narcissist that the times they come back to you, you may have to apologize again for things that that you may or may not have done. You may need to re-apologize again. This is going to, once again, this is going to be a process. This is not an overnight thing. This may take weeks or months to heal and try to get through all of the, um, all of, all of the issues that are deeply rooted in this child. It's also important that you set boundaries, not only with the child, but also with the narcissist. And I'll start with the narcissist first. So if you have a court order in place and you have custody arrangements in place, it's vital that you stick to those arrangements. So I said before that I would talk about the narcissist manipulative tactics in another episode. But one tactic that I will talk about today is the fact that they are constantly pushing on the boundaries of the divorce decree. One of the things that they do, one of the the starting points to the parental alienation is for them to start to start, they start pecking away at your custody visits. So if you, let's just say for a second that you go, you split time, you have every other week with your child. 
So instead of going by the decree, they may ask for an additional day or two at the top and at the bottom of your week. And it starts there, but then eventually it gets to a point where they have half your week or they do that every every so often. Well, that's giving them more time to poison the mind of your child. The other thing that this does is that it gives them the ability to feed into the lies that they tell. So if you are spending half the time with your child because you're trying to be a good co-parent, what they're doing, what they're, what they're telling the child is that you don't want them. And they may tell them things like, well, they're busy dating other people or look at the way that they're abandoning, it, abandoning us. They're more... Um, they're spending more time with their new step family and they're, they're really starting to set it's the beginning of them setting a wedge between you and your child so stick to the divorce decree set the boundaries and with the narcissist and keep them there and it's also important that you keep and set boundaries with your child as well it's very common for an alienated child to feel like they can be disrespectful to the alienated parent. However, I know that it's it can be tempting to avoid conflict with your child because you're trying to win them back over. However, this will send them into the opposite direction. You need to continue to have a respectful relationship with your child, meaning that if they are treating you in a bad way, if they are, let's say they're cussing you out or they're speaking to you with a level of disrespect, it's important for you to correct them. It's important for you to establish that parental role and show that you're not going to be someone who's going to be disrespected or treated less than. The third thing is that it is vital for you to show a different side to yourself, of yourself, to your child. Let's just use, let's say for a second that you have started to date again and that you have a new step family or new potential step family and that the lies that the narcissist is feeding your child is that you love your new step family more than your child. It's important that you counteract that lie by showing your child that they are still valuable, that you can love your new step family and your child, that they that there's still room in your heart for them, that you still value them. If the narcissist is lying to them and saying that you are non-supportive, that you don't support their activities, then it's important for you to show up and for you to make your presence known. It doesn't matter if it's a basketball game. It doesn't matter if it is their musical uh, concerts. What's important is that you counteract what the lies actually are. And finally, it's very important that you do not speak ill will of the narcissist. Once again, you have to keep in mind that their loyalty lies with the narcissist. So if you were to talk negatively about the narcissist or try to call them out on their lies, 
then it's going to it's going to have the opposite effect because their loyalty lies with them. The way that you call out the lies is by your behavior, not verbally directly to the child. And, and not only that, but putting your child in the middle of that fight, in the middle of and it, it's it's going to have adverse effects on your child. And is really only going to cause them is only only going to cause that wedge between you and them to be driven even further. So it's also important for you to be very proactive with this. The longer that you allow for the alienation to go on without doing anything to counteract it, the more difficult it's going to be to try to win your child back over. And in closing, I'll, I'll leave you with this with a bit of encouragement because I understand that this can be this can cause a lot of anxiety this can cause a lot of stress and seeing your child who you adore that at times may feel like they want nothing to do with you can be very very painful but you have to understand children they want they naturally want a relationship with both parents even in let's take parental alienation out for a second and let's say that your child was abused by a parent I never wish that on any child but what I will tell you about children who are from abused homes is that even after the abuse they still often want a relationship with the parent so if you think about that for a moment, an abused child still wants a relationship with the abusive parent. How much more would your child, who was not presumably, presumably not abused by you, want a relationship with you? Don't allow for the harsh exterior of what the child is doing towards you deceive you in thinking that they no longer want a relationship with you. Their anger is actually showing you that they do want a relationship with you. Once again, anger is a secondary emotion. Underneath that second underneath that anger is a layer of fear and a layer of sadness because they do, they have a desire to have a relationship with you. However, they've been lied to. They've been gaslit. They've been manipulated by the narcissist to think that they should not have a relationship with you. So I hope this was helpful for anyone who may be going through this. If you have any questions or if you would like for me to answer a question on a future podcast episode, feel free to send me an email. Go to mattfifercoaching.com. Go to the contact tab. Send me an email, three paragraphs max. And I would love to answer any questions that, questions that you have right here on the podcast. Thanks, and I will talk to you soon. Your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, fly. Show the world you can fly, baby. Dream big, keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, yeah. Show the world you can fly. Dream big, keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby.